0: One broken necklace at a time.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm singing today.
0: <laughs> today we're talking about Minute 188. <laughs> which starts with uh, Sauron. <laughs> he finishes taking shape and shows Arwen in the pal- Palantir. Yeah. And it ends with Eowyn turning to look at Faramir. Mm,
1: I forgot that we got to see them again.
0: Just a tiny little bit. Yeah. Um. So... The Sauron, <laughs> Sauron is just like, oh, you're you 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 want to step to me? How's how's this? You want? Oh,
1: to... you want to see something? I'll show you something. <laughs> right?
0: I'll I'll show you what I can do. And he's just here's a vision of your girlfriend laying dying because she loves you.
1: Why is um, why why is his hand on fire?
0: I think it's just to give it a different effect. Oh, he's the... holding
1: the palantir. Yeah. Oh, it's just like
0: dropped in digitally because that's 100% the shot from the prologue of him holding up the ring.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. It kind of looks like he was sitting though, right? And then he's like suddenly standing.
0: I think it's just the way it's edited because it just looks to me like they've just dropped a palantir into the shot yeah. and digitally erased the ring on his finger. Yo, dog!
1: I heard you like some palantirs. Right?
0: <laughs> There's a palantir inside a palantir yes. just for a moment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's totally what he's holding, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Or at least a swirl of magic to represent it or something. It, but it it's like the shape of... It's like the eye. It's got dark in the middle and then fiery on the outside. Uh-huh. So it's like a palantir. Arwen doesn't look so good. She looks even more pallid than the last time we yeah, saw her. Yeah, she
1: looks... um, Blue?
0: Yep. Like her... But
1: like... Okay. But is it real? Right. Is this real?
0: It's what Aragorn fears, and Sauron plucks it out of his head mm. through the connection in the Palantir, I think, is the thing here.
1: Why? Um, oh, well, I mean, he already knows that Arwen's dying.
0: Arag- Elr- yeah, Elrond's Elrond's told Elrond told Aragorn told that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: the prote- magical protection of Rivendell is starting to fade. Yeah. So Sauron might actually be able to see into Rivendell right now. That's possible. Okay. With the Palantir.
1: So do we think that so there's ambiguity. do we think that this is real? I
0: I don't think so, but I think it's ambiguous. Okay. I think it's ambiguous. And Aragorn just he's he stands up, he wavers, mm-hmm. he drops the Palantir on so, the steps. So
1: does the Palantir break?
0: No. Definitely not.
1: Um, and do we think the necklace thing is real?
0: He doesn't have the necklace for the rest of the movie.
1: Okay. I never really understood why this happens. It's like secure around his neck and then suddenly it's not.
0: And in fact, the first shot of it falling has the chain and the second shot doesn't, which is something I've always noticed and has always bugged me.
1: What? Hold up.
0: The first shot of it falling.
1: Yeah. The, the chain, chain is
0: there and hooked.
1: Yes. When
0: oh, and then it doesn't
1: have the chain. <laughs> and then it doesn't have the chain when it hits the ground. Yeah, down. we talked about that earlier, right? When The first time we saw this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it has the chain and then it doesn't have the that's chain. That's
1: during his nightmare.
0: Yes, has a chain. Doesn't have the chain.
1: Yeah, that's funny.
0: It's also still clasped. How does it fall? Like it's it doesn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah,
1: how does it? Um,
0: it's magic. But
1: I guess why would it just like jump out of his hand?
0: Sauron, Sauron just pulls it off of, off of him. I don't know. What? I have no idea. It he doesn't can make like, any sense. Force
1: choke him through the palantir? Maybe. If he could do that, why doesn't he just do it?
0: Because you have to be holding the palantir. He needs line of sight.
1: But the
0: You're connected if you're touching it.
1: The neck but the necklace falls after he drops the Palantir.
0: I don't know. He just yanked it off.
1: But the chain is clasped.
0: I don't know. I don't understand why it falls.
1: Like, okay. But
0: the but the Evan I, Star breaking is real because he doesn't have it the rest of the movie.
1: I understand the symbolism. Yes. It's very um easy
0: uh, overt yes incredibly
1: <laughs> yes obvious i don't know why it happens though
0: so that it's a personal stake from aragorn other than just trying to give frodo it's
1: already personal i mean it,
0: is and it isn't it isn't like it's 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 personal in a grand scope of like it threatens the world and
1: no i mean like aragorn like Aragorn and Frodo already have an established relationship. Like, he's doing this for Frodo because right. he cares about Frodo. It's yeah. already personal. Mm-hmm. I don't... We're, we're back to tying Arwen to the Fate of the Ring nonsense. Yes. I almost said a bad word.
0: Um, <laughs> well, it's because the magic of the elves is maintained by the fact that the One Ring exists. And because the One Ring exists, the Elven rings can work. But so I Elven don't... magic in Middle-earth can but, work. okay. And as soon as the ring is Does... destroyed... It doesn't work anymore the way it's supposed to. Does that actually,
1: like, make sense, though? Like, the elven rings were made independent of the one ring.
0: But only made because of things Sauron taught Celebrimbor. The skills to make those magic rings are inherently tied to Sauron's power. That's the idea.
1: Okay. I think that's just... It's just hard for me to wrap my brain around. Yeah. That loophole. Yeah,
0: the, the spell work required to create the rings directly came from Sauron. That's why they don't use the magic of the rings overtly because it would get Sauron's attention. He only needs to perceive them directly in some fashion to control them. Okay. So they remain as hidden as they can. And the the spellwork required to create them came from Sauron so they are inherently tied to his power. Okay
1: but is that like but that's know, never
0: established in the movies very well
1: I know that the 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 earth um itself is like has some inherent magic mm. so wouldn't like the elf lands like still have some magic independent of Sauron's power um or is that whole thing like, oh, magic's up, time to go?
0: Well, when when the elven rings leave Middle-earth, the magic of the elven land starts to fade.
1: Right, no, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, like, isn't there some, tied to the land itself, um, like the trees and stuff, like, independent of those rings... Or is that, or, or like, is all the magic in the world gone at this point, and these rings are the only things that are sustaining it?
0: I guess, based on the idea that Middle Earth becomes modern Earth, it would have to be the latter.
1: Okay. Because like, there's still wizards and like Ents and stuff.
0: Yeah, but they are ancient beings whose souls themselves are magic, which well, I guess the elves? the elves kind of are too. But without the, without the, the protection of the, the elven rings, the, I guess that the elven lands just start to fade and become more mundane. Yeah. But okay. The ants themselves are dying out. Not just because they don't have the wives, but because the world is less magical.
1: Yeah. Um, so Arwen. Mm-hmm. Arwen is human now, right? Mortal?
0: Yeah. Not she's not human. She's given, she's in the process of giving up her mortality so her immortality
1: why if she is mortal um why would she still be tied to this magic i don't know doesn't make any sense yeah i almost said a bad word again this makes yeah. me angry yeah. i have never liked this arwen stuff like arwen is specifically. tied to the fate of the ring it's stupid like arwen is so cool in the first movie and then she just gets progressively less she has like progressively less agency, and it sucks.
0: Yeah, because she starts with, she starts with agency. Yes, just, just so goes much goes agency down, goes downhill from They're there. They're
1: like sword flirting, like yeah. <laughs> and now, like she
0: confronts him about trying to leave.
1: Ah, oh, this pisses me off.
0: I mean, I guess, I mean, i I guess in some ways, her most agentive moment in the story is her coming back. And confronting Elrond.
1: Yes, because it's, certainly in this movie.
0: I think, in a lot of ways, it's kind of her most agentive moment in her entire character arc. Why? Because it's her, like, firmly asserting her control over her future. It's not, it's not, um, It's. it's not like the longing wish to be together, it's making that wish real.
1: Yeah, that's true, I guess. I just, um... I I guess I don't like it as much because um Arwen is so like because her character arc is so dependent on like a man, you know. Right. Because <laughs> you know? the
0: idea is supposed to be that without the prote- without the the protection of the the ring in in Rivendell and without her Her elven grace, there's just too much evil in the world.
1: But, like, normal people aren't dropping dead.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess... That's why
1: I'm like, isn't she mortal now? Like, shouldn't she be independent of this elven magic?
0: I guess. Like, they're just... She's just still attuned to it because she was born an elf. I don't know. I don't have a good explanation.
1: (laughs) So, I guess, in that way... But, no. Elrond said Arwen is dying. So, like... But, no. Okay. So, when he says Arwen is dying... Do you think...
0: Maybe he just doesn't know how to keep a human alive in the cold.
1: <laughs> he raised Aragorn! Dude, he knows how to keep a human alive. He raised Aragorn. I don't know, Aragorn
0: spent a bunch of his youth with Galadriel and then out with other humans.
1: I guess, but like he spent his childhood in, in Rivendell. Yeah. Like, his actual childhood. Like, el- like, the point where you're like, oh, this small human needs something else to sustain them yeah. to keep them alive yeah like aragorn can probably take care of he's himself. he's forgotten
0: that was like 80 years aragorn-
1: ago <laughs> aragorn probably started taking care of himself at like 14 probably so, so like if his mom died when he was like i don't know i don't six remember or seven. yeah we look
0: we, we've looked it up a bunch of times yeah it just never sticks nine. in my head
1: like there's a span of like five years where like this child is independent but it still needs like
0: As an adult
1: an adult. So, Elrond knows Wonder how to often
0: keep... Gandalf was around.
1: Elrond knows how to keep a human alive.
0: I don't know. It was, was like 70, think, 80 years ago. He doesn't remember. Do you think
1: Elrond-
0: He lost the instructions.
1: Do you think Elrond means, when he says Arwen is dying, he means that she has chosen mortality and has thus begun her long, slow descent into death? Or do you mean it like or does, I mean does she literally, mean literally
0: it, is weakened for some reason.
1: It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. What? I don't, I know,
0: what so I don't I know, know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. We talked
1: about this like forever ago. We talked about it
0: with Zach. With I think. Zach, yeah. yes.
1: That was like a hundred minutes ago. I'm still mad.
0: But like I mean I just don't have a good explanation. It either it either it either plays fine, or it doesn't.
1: Normally, it's fine. Whatever. I'm like, harumph, harumph, harumph. This so is not. are
0: picking it apart. It's yes. just like, why? But
1: now, like, just... I'm like marinating in it. And I, it does not, I'm not okay with it.
0: Okay.
1: Especially because we have Eowyn. Yes. Doing the most badass freaking thing. Right? Oh.
0: But yeah, so. I love R one. Yes,
1: I love R one. I just uh, drives me crazy. So the
0: so this scene's not in the theatrical. I
1: love how you're just like, all right, well, well okay, I mean, let's it's just, just. I mean, it's, we're just, just gonna talk along. in circles about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, I don't know what to tell you. So, so the, just
1: shut her up. Trying
0: <laughs> to uh, move along through the minute because there's no, other stuff here I want to talk I, about. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> So, the this, this this Palantir thing's not in the theatrical. In the theatrical, it <laughs> jumps from the throne room right, right to Aragorn on the horse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we cut to Eowyn and Faramir watching everybody leave. Yeah. And I just want more of them sharing screen time together and being cute.
1: They have such good chemistry.
0: I know. It's like they started their careers together pretending to have sex in a bathroom. <laughs>
1: That change <laughs> changes a man.
0: Changes a man. You see each other differently after that. I guess so. But we we cut to the scene of Aowen saying that there's there's no warmth left in the sun. Yeah. Which is, um, probably two things. One, it's probably intended to be a reference to like the the black breath and the the stain of fighting the Witch King, uh, in in some way. But also is just like her continuing, like grief from Theoden. Mm-hmm. And then Faramir just steps into the scene and just very optimistically, it's just the damp from the first spring rain.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh my God. He's so charming.
0: Right? He just comes off as so soft
1: and, and comforting.
0: Like, oh. Also, this scene is called The Captain and the White Lady, which I think is
1: the name of the chapter from the book. I think that's the chapter in which he, like, romances her. Yeah, I
0: believe it is, in which he... He goes to great lengths. He does this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I don't know. It's so good. I just want so much more of Faramir and Eowyn.
1: How many times do you think they've talked? Because Eowyn's doing her like, I'm going to, I'm going to mope out loud in a very poetic sort of way. Right. And Faramir knows exactly what she's doing. Uh Uh-huh.
0: He just, he steps into frame. He knows what's up. Yeah. He's like, all right, what can I say?
1: Oh. He's so charming. Oh my god, I love it.
0: Right? Like she's she's being all You're right. She, you're, you're 100% right. She's just being all mopey and poetic. Uh-huh. And he's just like, "No, no, it's just the weather."
1: I really like this courtyard.
0: Yeah, it's really it's really pretty. It is. It's got this it it's almost like a zen garden, but it doesn't have like combed sand. It's just dirt.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the flower beds. I like the fountain. I like that the fountain is no longer like working. It adds because this to, like... city is wrecked well no, 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 I-, I don't think it's like run in a while, like the water mm. um
0: that's true. it is like bone dry
1: i I like the there's like a bleak sort of beauty to this um
0: two tiny skinny little trees,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I really like this courtyard set a lot.
0: It looks like it's just recently been replanted to grow again. Yeah. That's like the vibe of it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's spring. Yeah. Um. So it's probably been dormant all winter, at least. Oh,
0: yeah, because this is just open to the elements. I yeah. bet. It, and it's way up high. Wintertime in this little courtyard area must be bitterly cold.
1: I do like the, the shot of Minas Tirith we get before. Um, we see Eowyn and Faramir, um, just everything burning.
0: (laughs) Right, there's still just siege towers lying around. No, no oliphant body.
1: No, they, they burnt it, I think. Well, they cleaned up.
0: What do you do with that? I don't know. What do you do with an oliphant body? Burn it? Chop it up and toss it in the river? Like, where did
1: it go? I don't know, but like, yeah, there's no ogres. They cleaned up.
0: I guess so. There's still all this wreckage.
1: There is still some, like, helmets and stuff, but there's no bodies.
0: Yeah. Which, with the sheer amount of stuff around Minas Tirith, that just makes me think it's been days, if not weeks.
1: Yes, I would say days.
0: But yeah, Aragorn looks very... Clean. Very clean (laughs) and determined. He's a little pensive. He looks a little angry. It's just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, his hair is different.
0: Mhm. Swept back.
1: It's tied back like Ayers with a little like I don't know, hair tie, braid, whatever. It's
0: not even like a like a hair tie. It's like it's a very wide thing that just kind of holds it back. It's mm. not super tight. It holds the hair pretty loose still. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like Legolas's braid. Mm. A bit. Um Yeah. Yeah, I like that he's wearing, you know, like the official Like, he's king now. Right. Take a bath.
0: Right? Like, is this... Because this isn't the full plate of Boromir, nor is it the ranger outfit of Faramir. Right. This is a totally unique set of armor. Yeah. Is this something that Denethor had, like, squirreled away in storage?
1: Maybe? I don't know. You think he waited to... Because it's not... It's like, um... Because it's and Plates on the shoulder, and then there's, like, chain. It's, I mean, it's just a changed shirt with the cool, like, um, what is that called? Liver, livery?
0: Yeah, livery, tabard.
1: Whatever it's called. Tunic.
0: One of those things. It's
1: not a, it's not a tabard because it's in two pieces. Like, it's, Mm. it's like split. I thought a tabard is like the one that goes over the head and it's all one continuous piece. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, tabard goes, yeah, you're right. It's almost like a poncho. It's just super long. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like front and back, no side.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is a shirt of some kind.
1: Yeah. I guess tunic is a good word. Yeah.
0: And then there's just yeah, there's just like places like on the, the arms. I like the
1: clasps. Those are cool.
0: Yeah. They're like diamonds. Yeah. They're like diamond shape. They also they have like little starburst designs in
1: them.
0: Mhm. up here near the front of the front of the line.
1: Well, yeah, he's a king.
0: Mary is riding with Amher at the beginning of this. Yes. That's uh is that who he's riding with later? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. riding with him. Sitting behind him. Unlike Pippin, who gets to sit in front of Gandalf. Yes. With his pointy hat in the way.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, I um I forgot that we got this brief eowyn Faramir moment, and it's lovely.
0: Yes. Right? I don't know. David Wenham is just capable of being such a soft person.
1: And also very scary. Doesn't he play villains sometimes, too?
0: Yes. Uh, he's the... He is, from what I saw of it, the best part of that uh, Iron Fist show.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, Iron Fist.
0: I watched, like, the first three and a half-ish episodes. And, and it's you're like,
1: like, oh, it's my boy, David I Wendell. was like, oh, David Wenham's
0: pretty good. <laughs> the rest of this is really dull. Yeah. It's just like, you, you hire David Wenham, you get David Wenham, that's good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know he's going to do a good job with whatever you, you put in front of him. You know, I I remember like I remember when 300 came out and he's the he's the guy that loses his eye. Yeah, He's the narrator of that story. Uh He kills that role.
1: Mm -hmm. I was like,
0: his voice is so good for narration.
1: (laughs) I remember watching that and I'm like, okay, this who is that? And like halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Faramir. It's Faramir. Like out loud.
0: (laughs) Who doesn't want a one eyed shirtless manic Faramir in their life? Um, Eowyn. Eowyn. Eowyn
1: deserves a soft boy.
0: That's when he comes home. <laughs> he cleans up nice. Writes some poems.
1: Oh, Warrior poet. Yeah.
0: Warrior poet. David Wenham.
1: <laughs> We're just thirsty for the the male supporting cast in this movie this week.
0: <laughs> They're all good. Carl Urban and David Wenham? Yeah, dude. We're just missing Sean Bean.
1: Mm.
0: Just missing Sean Bean all the way from the beginning. Gone but
1: not forgotten. That's
0: right. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> we're going to get just a little bit more of of cute Eowyn and Faramir tomorrow. Uh, but until then, you can check out the rest of the dueling genre Movies by Minutes podcasts like Harry Potter Minute. Go check out all of Back to the Future Minute. Spider-Man Minute, and Cornetto Minute. Which uh, is done, uh, done, and done. They are all done. Scott Corelli was...
1: Happy retirement right? from, from Movies by Minutes podcasting. <laughs> right. Not podcasts in general. No, just, just Movies by Minutes podcasting.
0: <laughs> but, uh, Scott, Scott soldiered on through nine movies with two different co-hosts. Yeah. Good We're, on he's you. He's
1: gonna be on as a guest next week. Yeah.
0: But it's a shout-out's good. Yeah. And, uh, Go check out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. All of them. There's there's 11. Go go check them out. They're all worth your time. And we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about whatever's going on here. Bye. Bye.